welcome back to Rethinking Politics. As, as some of you may have noticed before you clicked on this, this so-called episode, that it's not a full-length episode. Unfortunately, due to some uh, personal circumstances, we were not able to record a normal episode this week, but we still wanted to, uh, to chat with you guys a little bit. Um, we're actually recording this Tuesday night, election night. And we wanted to talk for a little bit about the election, and then next week we will have a full-length episode and resume our normal normal operations. But while we have you guys here, we just want to talk a little bit about the election. Here we are at, you know, 11 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, which would be... Nine, <laughs> midnight my time. Midnight, midnight Central Time, you know, 1 a.m. Eastern Time. Eastern Time is, of course, how the election is gauged. So we're pretty far along in the process. And it's starting to look like we may not get a result tonight. And and we're hoping to have this episode released released by tomorrow morning and and or sometime tomorrow and and we'll see where we're at then. But it looks like it could be a while. So uh, looking at some of the, the places that haven't reported in yet, places like Pennsylvania in particular. Pennsylvania has a strange way of counting their mail-in votes. They don't count them beforehand. So they count them the day of the election, and that tends to delay when those are factored in. I mean, most of the other states begin counting as they come in, so they have them pre-tallied, and you can see that as you were fo- if you were following the most of the states had the mail-in ballots factored in from the beginning. Pennsylvania, not so, at least not in all the counties, and at least not in the way that you would think it would do it. So who knows on Pennsylvania, a lot of the other states are are for various reasons, closer than they appear, or simply not going to give us the full picture until later. So, as Brad said, we're not going to have an answer tonight. And if you're like us, then, well, we're just hunkering down to wait. <laughs> yeah, I was I was telling Dan that as we were coming up to election night, you know, we we were ready to celebrate along with along with everyone else but for slightly different reasons than uh, Biden or Trump might be ready to celebrate because we're ready to celebrate the fact that the election is over, a new president has been chosen, and we can all move on a little bit. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah one know, way or another. One way or another. Our biggest concern is not that <laughs> Biden or Trump win. Our biggest concern is that we can all move on. So, so for us, obviously, a drawn-out election process is not ideal. Unfortunately, drawn out election processes happen. I mean, this is not the first time that the process takes a little bit longer. I mean, even in recent history, you know, Bush versus Gore in 2000 was more than just a drawn out vote. It was a contested vote that eventually needed the Supreme Court's ruling in early December to decide the the election, which is crazy. which is crazy. I mean, I was I was pretty <laughs> yes, young so. at the time, and so I didn't appreciate the full, the full right, seriousness. How of the, odd that is! Yeah. yeah, the full seriousness of the situation and how how painful I'm sure it was for for the Democrats in 2000 to have the Supreme Court say no for for these and these specific reasons. There's not going to be a recount in Florida, and it's just over. Bush is the president. You know, I that that sounds like you know people talk about a lack of faith in the election process and about lack of a mandate of the people for the president, you know, 
2000 is definitely a year for that where where it's rough and <laughs> and this year may be like that not in terms of the supreme court getting involved but in terms of how people feel after the election is over and during this waiting period there's going to be a little bit of loss of faith there's going to be some frustration and that sucks but maybe maybe we can channel that frustration that loss of faith into reevaluating some of these systems. You know, we've talked about third party voting. We've talked about ranked voting and some of the other things we can do to make some systemic changes. We've talked about balance of powers. And as you're sitting here waiting for these electoral votes to be tallied for this one man to, to run the country, you know, you, you have time to listen to those episodes and, uh, and and to reevaluate some of these practices that have become so commonplace now. Right, in the hopes that long-term changes could be made beyond what is going to happen probably in this election one way or another. One way or another. A few observations that we can draw we can draw some conclusions about tonight is that uh polling is as erroneous as it seemed last election. <laughs> there are many places where the the votes have come out far outside of the margin of error of the polls that were conducted there even recently, which I don't know what to say about that. You know, either either polling is harder for some reason than it's been in the past, or people are using it to show things that are not accurate, which mm -hmm. is fairly easy to do if that's what you want to do. If what you want to do is get a poll that shows what you think it should show. Yeah, it's you very can do easy that. to do. It's very, very easy, easy to do. By how you phrase the questions, mm -hmm. how how in your selection process. There's so many different ways to influence a poll, which is why when people talk about studies, you know, that are used for various things, they always talk about what kind of study it was. Was it a double blind yeah, study? Yeah. You know, were these other criteria met? Because those criteria make a very big difference. Because even when you meet all those criteria, as Dan said, you can still have a bad study or a bad poll, which is definitely the case. Even those polls that are being conducted by parties, by by individuals, by groups who are just trying to find out the facts, it mm -hmm. doesn't mean they actually are going to find out the facts. And we see that with polling on a regular basis when it comes to presidential elections, and we're definitely seeing it this time for sure. Yeah, for sure. There, there are states where even after a generous margin of error of like six points, the polls are still off significantly, which is a... Which is huge, and and that 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 signals a very unsure future for polling after this election and last election, where mm -hmm. they were way off too. Where they were way off, and may, yeah, and maybe it's they're not able to reach people in the same way. Maybe there's some you know sociological reason for for it. You know, the the change from from uh, calling hardwired phones or something. I don't. I don't. Yeah, know I the honestly have no idea it. what it is, and. It'll be worth right. Other than to say that the... clearly there's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly there's there's a disconnect here, and what caused that disconnect is unknown, but doesn't change mm -hmm. the reality of it for sure. Absolutely. The other thing I'm really excited to see is uh, is the demographics as we get more exit polling and and uh, see exactly who's voting for who where, and again that'll be information and data that'll be coming forward later. Anyone else want to chime in about? their feelings this election feel free feel free to chime in now you know we'll take questions 
I was going to add just one one last thought is that uh, there are places that are hunkering down for uh, expecting civil unrest. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to make of that other than that there's an alarming amount of people doing that, which is that, like I, w- I would say if you ask me, do I think that would happen? I'd say no. The places that are already rioting basically are going to continue to riot or worsen if if Trump wins. But as far as places that haven't really or have seen very few or saw, you know, some protesting after George Floyd, but haven't seen much since, haven't seen much protesting, even let alone uh, rioting, looting, those kind of things. I would imagine they don't. Maybe they protest a little bit, but I, I have a hard time seeing it going to violence. But but given the sheer number of people who expect it, you wonder, you know, if they have information about their cities that other people don't, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like if, if all the people, if lots of people in New York think that there's going to be violence on the streets, what do I know about the state of New York streets, right? It makes yeah. you wonder. Yeah. It is an interesting question because this ha- there has been a lot of civil unrest this year and it's gotten a lot of media attention, but in terms of, in terms of other countries that suffer from civil unrest, what we've seen has been very much small potatoes. Yeah, you know, what yeah. we have seen is often protesting that does turn violent or does turn to rioting, but on relatively minor scales. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I said, mm-hmm. part of it is is the amount of media attention that it has received. It doesn't mean it's not real. It doesn't mean it's not happening. But when people talk about people are concerned that that if Trump loses, he's going to insist that he's still the president and there's going to be a civil war fought with Trump supporters rising up with their pickup trucks and their flags and their shotguns and and launching a civil war. And, and as Dan's saying, I just, I don't see that happening. I agree with Dan that either of those presidents winning, there's going to be people who are angry and they're going to express that anger in different ways. And probably some of them are going to be violent about it. Because there's over 300 million people here. And (laughs) so it's just a matter of probabilities, you know. When you have that many people, most things are going to get done by at least one person, you know. Yeah. Yeah, whatever, whoever ends up being president, it's also worth noting that they're going to, it appears at this point, that they will have a a house and a senate of, of opposite parties. Which means that whatever, whoever's president is not getting free reign for their, you know, with their party. Yeah, they're going to have a little bit of a locked Congress. Right. I know a lot of people expected Biden to win overwhelmingly and to take the Senate, and that at least taking the Senate is certainly not happening or extremely unlikely to happen at this point. And it looks like the winning overwhelmingly is not happening either. He's... (laughs) Right. He very much... he, He still very well may win, but the overwhelmingly is kind of off the table at this point. Right. And given given the locked Congress, I, I don't think, as we've said before, I think a lot of the fears are going to be continue to be unjustified. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's and that's I think the point that we're really trying to make here is as we sit down and wait, don't let that build your fear into a crescendo of what eventually will happen. It's just going to be okay. It really is. If you live in a large city, there may be a little bit of unrest. There may be some protesting. And you know what? And and preparing for that in a safe manner is not the worst idea, but that's far from far from the the fear of a civil war, or 
massive rioting nationwide, I, I don't think is a realistic fear. I think, you know what, I think this is going to work out. I think this country's made it through some ugly, ugly elections without it turning violent, and I think we're going to see that again. And we look forward to the election being over. You know, hopefully by the time we release this episode, you know, a winner has been announced and we can all go from there. And if not, we will wait patiently and move on. Till we get the opportunity to speak to you at length. Yep, we will we will definitely have a full episode for you next week. So look forward to that and we will talk to you guys later.